Go ahead, tell me what you got to say here, man. Let's hear it. No, because we're not about to record this. It's a free show. I see what he's doing, Frank. I got you set up. He thought he was slick. He was trying to free show? He was like, go ahead. We all know how you feel. We all right now. See what I mean? That's how we got to do it. Mike, check, check, check. That's how we going to do it. We in, we in, we in. You going to tell us about your business? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, we're going to go ahead and cue the intro. We're having way too much fun today. Hey, y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth Seat. It's your boy, Normal Ass Coral. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of Grown Folks Business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown, too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome Welcome to to Grown Grown Folks Folks Business. Business. Go see. She gonna continue to try to hype you up. I see that. <laughs> um, so, so once again, it's on. Um, back for another episode of Grown Folks Business. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Just living the dream. Excellent, brother. Oh, who's that? He he totally just. You know what? I'm I'm glad that he's excited about what's getting ready to happen. <laughs> Mystery was, guy. There's was, an extra voice on the mic. I was gonna go back and forth with y'all for a little bit, but he was like, "Y'all not gonna leave me out." Nah, it's cool. It's cool. He's ready. You said everyone. I mean. <laughs> Make sure we get it right. He did say everybody. So with no further ado, to my right, we have a special guest today. Um, This gentleman is an entrepreneur. He's a father, which is one of the toughest jobs that there is. Hello. Um, A business owner and a personality because we've definitely had an opportunity to chop it up a little bit and we've been in stitches. So (laughs) with that being said, sir, can you introduce yourself? Thank you, Cease. Appreciate that. Uh, Name is Aaron Roy. Hey, welcome here. Somebody give me a pen. Appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having me. Um, just reiterate what I said. I'm really proud of you guys really even getting this off the ground. Most definitely. One, Thank you. One thing Carl and I was talking about is how people, they say they're going to do things and then yeah. it just never actually happens. So. And did he, did he give you the spiel about when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Bro, hey, I, 100% of the bro. time, if I say I'm going to do I'm gonna it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> keep it 82 bucks with you. <laughs> we count how many bucks we got today. I didn't Man, say that many last week. if you had a savings account with these bucks, we'd be killing it. I didn't say any last week with our guest Diamond Diamante. Though, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. I'm pretty sure. Short. Nah, I was cool. I don't know if she. Yeah, I don't know if she was gonna catch that reference. So I, I, I left all the bucks at home. <laughs> you and left I, your wallet. And I see Carl working savings. early. He, he's keeping his promise from the last episode that when we get to what your name is, is that he's gonna be prepared this time. Because I see, I see him over there working. I just wanted to make sure. I, I seen the posters on the on the, on the table, so I was like, "Yo, let me make Jeez. sure that I got everything that I need at this point." So look, 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 hold on, we totally got off topic. Yeah. we have a guest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is me and Aaron. We talk, and he's like, man, "Wait, wait, you know, wait, hold on. Make sure you did she. You just introduced him. He already said his name. Did it? Yeah. He okay, said okay. my name is Aaron Roy, uh, and we say, yeah. Okay. So we were talking. He's like, yeah. So you know, the only thing you want to make sure that you just stay on topic and you know, stay on the guidelines. And now he's here. He gets to see how easily things we, just flow, and okay. you just you well, river flow. I'm gonna show you how to bring it back, though. Oh, bring, bring it, it back. Back. Okay. <laughs> So what Carl said is how I do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. He understands a very basic concept that mm. most people don't. Like right. All business comes down to is you are your word and nothing else. Okay. Right. So if you can simply do what you say you're going to do, you'll be successful with anything you want in life. That's period. Right. Period. So- so you know you can't talk about business with such without a, action with, with such an expertise without then giving us the introduction to what type of well, business. Based on voice alone, what I'm buying whatever he's selling. <laughs> Are you in good hands? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just quick breakdown. Um, I own equity in four companies now. 
Okay. Uh, one of which is a marketing agency firm. Uh, we do consulting work. Uh, also own equity in a real estate development firm now. Um, I'm a business advisor for cryptocurrency. Okay. Um, also own a dropshipping website. And uh, the one I'm most proud of is what I'm literally getting the paperwork finalized this week for is uh, we're creating an investment fund. Can we, can we provide the public with some names of these businesses just Absolutely. in case they want to check yeah, you out? Yeah, <laughs> just in case. Absolutely. So the dropshipping website is called Discount Everything Every Day. Okay. .com. And then what, what type of service is that? Uh, so we've shifted focus. It's solely uh, female athletic wear now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we niched down. We realized we identified that was the number one selling product. And um, there's really no e- reason to market anything else at the moment. So um, that's what we're doing there. So that's geared specifically for women in active wear and who like to work out. Um, and then for my agency, my baby, uh, that's Media Revenue Stream. Okay. And you can check it out, MediaRevenueStream.com. Uh, we do a slew of different services for people. We essentially just turn your social platforms into lead generations and sales magnets. Um, first thing I tell everybody is if you have a social platform and it's not making you money, there's no point in having it for your business, mm. period. Like if it's not making dollars, there's no it literally. It don't make sense. It don't, don't make sense. sense. So, so we should stop recording after this. <laughs> no, because what you're and doing. And that was another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all five minutes but, in. The difference is you are building it so that it starts to, so that you can monetize this platform. Word. So yeah. that's the purpose of it is in, in the beginning, things aren't going to be maybe what it is that you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're continuously working towards that, then you're fine. Okay. And what you're doing right now is building the foundation to monetize this later. Gotcha. Because you can do it a bunch of different ways. Like you could just have a ton of subscribers and now you sell advertisement space. Gotcha. Or you can um, go and approach sponsors mm-hmm. to... Um, sponsor the show and then they'll also push you you push them it's a cross-marketing effort mm-hmm. um, you can sell products through through this platform there's a ton of ways that we can monetize this in the future but what you guys are doing right now is simply building that foundation so you have to he understand it, it, we. It, it, we yeah we <laughs> you're we. on the team now brother. We. there you go <laughs> I, I told you from the beginning i was I on know, the team i know I, i've been me I've and aaron been, been down for Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. So it's been a beautiful thing. So where are you from, Aaron? So I'm from L.A., from South Central. Hey, okay. There we go. Oh, you... All right, keep walking. Walk, walk, walk it out. Walk it out. You heard the first Oh, man. So have you lived anywhere else besides... Uh, I have. Uh, I lived in Florida for a little bit, in North Florida. Okay. And, uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. Yeah. I was That's gone right. for a little over a year. Is that in Duval County? Uh, it's south of it's uh, St. John's County. No, I'm sorry, St. Augustine County. Wait, mm. what, what the hell county was it? St. John's? I forgot. It's one it was of some them. county. It's in Florida. Yeah. It's in Florida somewhere. Yeah, St. Something County. So I would never live in Florida ever again. <laughs> hey, it's like 85, no matter but it's what like, time what? of year it is. I don't is. think that's why he's not going back, though. <laughs> no, it's not. Segregation in the South is still real. <laughs> that, yeah, you know, that's real, too. Talk about it. and y'all got alligators out there in Florida, Well, not y'all. We're here. that's right, right. We're not going back. I was a they got it, they got I, I came back after a year and some change. I couldn't do it. And I hear that. And I'm thinking about it because I was just swimming in those bays like it was nothing. They literally have alligators. We yeah. were on the yacht and I was like, hey, can I jump out? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is not the smartest thing to do. And I hear that. Well, we've already had the conversation about you being an outlier. So you swimming with alligators doesn't seem too you much. You know, I would totally do that. That's actually pretty normal for her. I would do that. Like, you, I feel yeah. like they you would just, just let did. me hug them. I mean, but I didn't see one. 
They seen you. They did. They seen you. They were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. They seen that's you a, was mad wild. That's me right there. <laughs> We're about to eat good. So, so, Aaron, it sounds like right now you're involved in multiple businesses, but then what was your first business? First business was the dropshipping website. Okay. Well, actually, let, let, let me rewind. Like, so once... Chris, you want me to share my just my whole story? Yeah, take it from all the way from the top. But we gotta okay. give him a name. Oh, first. that's right. You know what's funny? We always forget that piece every Y'all. single time. While um, while we write, can you do our social media plug while we write too? Absolutely. I'm right, gonna need a pen it. too, so go ahead and All right, so we're gonna go ahead and pass this pen to the right. Nobody has a pen. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Doug's gonna get a Doug's extra pen. Doug's so got us a pen right time. here, so we're good. Actually hands me my um my planner that I swear by that would be. Oh yeah, yeah. Where's the planner at? It's somewhere over there. And you see what he did? Oh wait, but Doug, don't let the people see you. Don't let the people see you, Doug. He's not gonna name himself. He could. <laughs> if he was if, if, if bro was Benjamin Button, he came in with all the skills. <laughs> Appreciate it, Doug. <laughs> all um, right, you guys. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media plugs. We have at Grown Folks Business. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And I am at just Chris Starr. We have at normal underscore ass underscore Carl. The ass always still throws me out. Every, every single time, time it doesn't it. flow, but it's it looks a cool good. name, but the ass part always gets me every it's single time. It's the underscores really. And yeah. then you know how to find Big Mousies. Hit them on the P.O. box. And then... <laughs> I try to hit up Ancestry.com. <laughs> and, and in the building, we do, we have a Roy rationale. So go ahead and look him up, too. Um, we're about to give him his name in a minute. Um, I got to think about this because, you know, this is... It's not easy when you know Sis, him for a, real. Exactly. We got a lot of history. So you can you can go a lot of different ways. <laughs> but I'm going to keep it on the right way. <laughs> we know each other really exactly. well. Exactly. You you have seen me in every phase of my life. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, I remember the tall tees days. So. Exactly. Hey, you know, you know I did have a tall tee. I got a tall tee on right now. They just cut, they cut them different now. High lows is cut different. Not high lows. So, Cees, can you explain the name game to him? Okay, so this segment that we're getting ready to embark on right now is called What Your Name Is. Okay. So, as you know, um, we all go by our different aliases, monikers, nicknames, what what have you. I mean, we want to give you one. Okay. Because you never know. This might be, like, the thing that then sends you into a different stratosphere. Exactly. And you can then say, you know what, I got this from Grown Folks Business. Absolutely. So, last week, who was the winner last week? Oh. You already know. So Star Star won last week. We're a very competitive podcast, so I'm trying to get back in the room. Doug won the first time we had a guest, and he was so excited. And now and now we refuse to let him participate. Hey, (laughs) I would say competition drives markets. So I I love it. He's dropping gems already. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't even started yet. So are you, are you guys done? Yeah, I'm Ooh, getting it right now. This is really difficult. He took my marker. Wait, don't you have one? My name is so long, but it's funny, Here so I just want him to read it. I can't. <laughs> you, but you haven't done Since it. this is a financial Wait, episode. Part. There you go. Oh, no, that's for somebody right there. I my finger Throw my name in there. I wanted to win this week, but then I realized that I'd rather get this joke off over the mic besides winning. So I'm going to go ahead and this, but this is a cool name. Like, honestly, I like my name. For real. My name is cool. We can we can abbreviate it if he picks it. If he picks it. I'm out here really trying to uh trying to trying to lobby for that win. You guys are really stuck right now trying to get this day, but Yeah, I want I want to win. Doug already put his in too. Wait, did he really? Yeah, he got his hey, in already. I didn't even know he was letting him play. You guys is you guys is messing up right now, man. Messing up. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even about to do that. Don't so, look. I'm, I'm, I'm not no. I'm, okay, we ready. We waiting on Big Mouth We waiting on him. I have blinders on. While we sit here and wait for them, Aaron, you had a good weekend? Anything exciting you did? I, so I just got back from, I was in Palm Springs the last three days. And um, the weather is probably nice. The, the weather is extremely nice. What's it 
I know it's winter time in Palm Springs is the time to go. It's the best time to go. Oh, per- perfect oh yeah, because it's perfect time. Because it's like one twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messing with one twenty. So, sorry. The, the last business the I didn't say it was uh, also on equity. And, uh, it's um, in workers' comp industry. Uh, we help clients like find programs and get back on their feet when they when they uh, qualify for certain benefits. Yeah. So I was in Palm Springs at the California Applicant Attorneys Association uh, convention. Mm-hmm. Um, it's out there just getting updated on the new laws and networking with you know my. So clients you guys associate are are they associated with anyone or is it just pretty much like a like. I don't know the correct term and, and, and something like that, but that, it's its own company, though, right? It's yeah. not associated with the government or nothing no, like that. No, n- not at all. So it's called the SJDB Advocates. Yeah. Like SJDB stands for Supplemental Job Displacement Benefits. Okay. It's a voucher. And we're the advocates for that to help so people. So it's like so, at the tail end of workman's comp? Or exactly. So uh, say you get injured on a job, Carl, mm-hmm. and then um, you get qualified as permanent and stationary. You're awarded a permanent disability percentage. Right. And based on those two things. You are Saul Daddy. Now you see it though. You get to see it because the way he threw that piece of paper, I seen it. I was like, "Is that a cobra?" <laughs> you get to see him. Why so did he hit him with the E forty reference? I was like, "I need y'all to catch that." I really need y'all to catch that. Oh man. Yeah. So, Carl, so Carl, once um once they qualify for that, then they, they meet those two parameters, then they are eligible for their voucher. And yeah. We help them process their voucher, and then they also get something from the state called the uh, Return to Work Supplement Fund. Right. Get additional five thousand. So we, we do all that for them, put them in programs, help them find jobs, all that good stuff. So, okay. Um. So I might I, have to talk to you when we turn these cameras off about some things then, because no, you, you write that's you write up you write up an alley right now that 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 that's been going on at least in in, in my close circle. So we good. Hey, that's another <laughs> another. Po- I, I know over 400 attorneys. See, there we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. And y'all service San Diego, too? Absolutely. Oh, damn, our, we good. Our, our office. Our, See, that's uh, a plug within itself right yeah. there. Our I was going to say, you should tell them about your case so you can get you the right uh-uh. I'm, I'm, pers- uh-uh. I'm personally okay, but, you know, working this comp, <laughs> working this comp ain't no joke, so I ain't going hey. to give no no wherewithal of where, where we going with that conversation. Anyway, we got the names in. My flaw, okay, my so flaw. what's we'll going to happen you is you're in. going to pick up the paper, okay. read it on the mic however you read it, and then... You're gonna determine which one you want for yourself. Gotcha. So, can we mix them up? Let's get it going. Right. I don't yeah, think he know. knows. They, he's wrong with balls. Cash money, Aaron, from the nine nine to two thousand. <laughs> hey, if we were to abbreviate, we call nine nine to two thousand. Okay. Aaron, the natural roar. Kind of wait, like wait, read the natural Roy? The natural. Okay. That made me think of Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a looking out. Oh, <laughs> At Rock Money? What? At Rock Money. Oh, okay. All right. That's a good one. Rock Money don't make money. Oh, this is another long one. No, no, it's just a bunch of scribbles. I can't even. Just, I think it's just the top. Aaron Aaron? Is that what? Just what the top. Say? Just Aaron? Just Aaron. Just Aaron. Just Aaron. But you can't oh, just because just is mine. Just is in there? Just no, it's, no, no. It's, it's, it's Aaron. just Aaron. Aaron. Oh, just but Aaron. I'm Aaron. Like, like one word, like I'm Prince. Like, <laughs> Next you going to have a symbol. And, and, wait, I'm going to say like I'm Prince. read how it's spelled? Yeah, so I, I spell my name A-I-R-R-O-N. A- like, like Aaron. Oh. So listen. Hey, I put a Y in it earlier because I thought y'all said it was di- y'all said it was different. I was like, maybe it's Aaron. That's the most unique spelling of Aaron I've ever seen. So I'm going to just go ahead and divulge. But you know, I think that like rock money is like, you know, everybody, 
I mean, you know, if you look at Aaron, he has like similarities to The Rock, and everybody knows that The Rock is making <laughs> rock <laughs> money. He's in like that every came to industry. The I heard that one. I, I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got, oh, you got the complexion. You got the curls. That's all you need to be The Rock. You got the the bolder shoulders. There you go. That's well, all you need. You called him Rock, but in his mind, he was like, "Well, I could be Dwayne." <laughs> right, because there is a difference between Dwayne and The there Rock. Is a big difference. But Rock money, that's like rock, like you know. Rock. Hey, but see, I, I need to explain something to you guys. Like, because one of the misconceptions that people have when they meet me now is they think I'm like rolling. Like, I'm worth money currently. I don't have money. Okay, and, so wait. So, before you go into the name, explain okay. what that means. Okay, so the equity shares that I, equity stake that I hold in these companies, gotcha. okay, what they're evaluated at, like whatever percentage I own, Got it. that is contributed to my net worth. Mm-hmm. Okay, but all the assets that I hold, Currently, they don't produce cash at the level that which people think like I'm just able to just when ball out. Business. Yeah, yeah. When, like, but is it safe to say like if you chose to sell said assets? Oh, absolutely. Then, then I, I, a- I could I could liquidate at any time. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I tell people I'm I'm worth money now. Like I'm slowly building my asset classes so that I will be generating more cash flow. But that is what I'm still actively working on. I want to tell somebody that. Yeah, like, like, I'm worth money. I I'm, just don't have nothing. I, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, got, that's but, got a ring to it. But see, th- this, is, this is what I want to get into is, like, we have to teach our community. Like, mm. this is how you start to build generational wealth. Yeah. Okay? yeah. You, you have to have concrete assets that you mm-hmm. can pass down from generation to generation. That's, and a car is not going to get it. That's no. a gel. No, no a car real. can, though. It's one of the misconceptions. Like, it, it is one of the biggest liabilities that you can own, mm-hmm. period. Okay? But the thing is, if, if you can acquire classic cars, museum quality, mm-hmm. rare, like, they're not in mass production. See, the only thing is, the ultra-wealthy are the only ones that can really afford that asset right. class. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. So, every everybody else, we all assume that it's just their only liabilities. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Okay? When you start getting into like the half a million dollar cars and up, those are the ones that still appreciate over value over time. And the crazy thing is that asset class has actually outperformed a majority of the more traditional ones over the last like three decades. Mm-hmm. If you see like they, they range between 24 to like 32 percent annual returns mm-hmm. on museum quality cars. So hmm. pe- people don't realize the problem is it's just us as normal people like we don't understand that because we we can't afford it like That's I can't drop our... yeah I can't drop five million on a 1961 Rolls Royce that they only made three of yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's somebody else looking for it that's gonna pay a higher dollar amount for it though too exactly is... and and. And that's why that class has continuously grown over the last three decades because it, it's kind of like a, a a real um, I don't know I don't want to say boys club because it's just old rich white guys that do it but yeah. it's, it's really what it is mm-hmm. and that's and that's a good point because I feel like a lot of what people do to mirror that they have a certain type of income or a certain type of wealth is well let me do what others are portraying to do mm-hmm. yeah so I'm gonna get the most expensive car I can afford mm-hmm. because I see people that I that I consider to be either rich or wealthy mm-hmm. doing that as opposed to they're doing that because they can mm-hmm. not because they need to well they're I'm actually going to correct you, bro. They're not doing it because they can. They're doing it because there's actual benefit to it. So what people don't realize is when you start corporations, okay, corporations in this country are the single best rewarded entity, period. 
You don't understand the benefits of that. People drive these ridiculous cars because the corporation owns it. Mm-hmm. So right. it is now a write-off to the business. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, there's more benefit to them buying a ridiculous car underneath a corporation, and now they get to write off the car payment, any gas. services, gas, and mileage. That's crazy. Yeah. But people don't understand that. It's a very basic concept. That's why you see these people drive these ridiculous cars. They don't own it under themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have been leasing mm. under themselves. Their corporation owns it. Mm, no. But we got to get you to pick a name first because we're okay. about to yeah. go yeah. in. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'm going to go with the natural. I like that really? one. Really? Who's that? Is that Doug? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> oh, my. Gonna never, we'll, we'll, I, don't, I just want to know which y'all one was your. Y'all gave up. Mine's had a cool ring, too. I went for the joke first. <laughs> you know what's hilarious, though? Just how we always say from the nine nines. <laughs> <laughs> was, was I, I, was I, was I in the running? Was I at least in the running? You got to represent. Okay, there we go. You got to represent. It was just too long, though. It was too long. The thing is, that's one of our inside jokes. I had no idea about that. I was like, yo, I'm going to at least try it. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, that's catchy. So I think it's safe to say Carl got the moral victory this week. He did yeah, get the moral victory. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a small moral victory. moral victory if I can, yeah. That's hey, cool. Hey, wins and wins, bro. Wins and wins. <laughs> We're going to get a whiteboard of our, um, what your name is, wins, that you so can, the people can see. I'm, I'm fine with Doug having two. That means I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit a mean streak. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm hitting a mean streak. I'm not cool. I, I feel like Doug might have a little bit of a competitive advantage because I've had more conversations with Doug than I have. And, and that, that's typically well, that's yeah. Aside, aside, that aside from Star, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was limited in the things that I. <laughs> right, right, right she, she, she really was. So, <laughs> they had a, they had a pre-conversation you, about what we his had name a pre-conversation to the pre-conversation. Right when he said that, I was like, "People tell me about my best friend." <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna hit that note. I can, y'all didn't know I can get that. No, note. because I, you can't. I feel like <laughs> because you can't is mad wild. Okay, so I really want to get in. Like, I think Aaron has one of, I'm sorry, The Natural has one of the dopest stories, um, you know, just background leading up to where he is. So I just want to give him an opportunity to share a little bit. I want you to start from a youth, like at From y- the youth, at with like two Fs? Youth. Okay. From the youth. At the YMCA hitting the left-hand layups. I want okay. to start from a youth. How do you know the, the YMCA and not the I boys just, I made it. I, uh, Y'all got, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Before you begin. Okay. This has always intrigued me about people who are like people of color and they're they're business minded. Before you start your story, what do your parents do? Uh, they, my dad has been a security guard for the past twenty eight years, and my mom, she was a uh, lunch server at uh, you know high schools and middle schools until she retired to become a full time grandmother. Okay. And that's it. So I'm, my background is very like one thing that you guys need to understand is like I'm literally the first person in my family to do anything like this. Mm. Yeah, like that's they, why his story is so amazing. Yeah, so. they I, I I made the decision to really build the foundation for my future children and yeah. grandchildren, their great grandchildren, because um, my family they they don't understand any. They have no type of financial literacy whatsoever. Mm. Like what, let me before I even what do you attribute that to? Um, it's really just. I saw what it is that they're doing and I saw what the possibilities were that this world offered and mm-hmm. I realized that they're not capitalizing on any of them. Mm-hmm. And they just simply just, no one ever taught them. They didn't think to learn any of this, so. And then I, I even think in communities of color, I think we've touched on it before, there's just like money is an unspoken thing. Mm-hmm. So like you just don't speak about it. And so if you're not speaking about it, you're not learning about it either, so. Facts. No, that's the real stuff right there <laughs> no that is the truth because then i even think look at it like my mother has a financial background 
And then when I have conversations with other people about, like, certain moves that they make and stuff like that, and then the moves that I had made, like, pre-college and what I did in college and stuff, like, everyone moves differently. Mm -hmm. And then on the back end, when you do something like that, you know, and you look at certain investments, like, I look at college as an investment, and you look at the back end and stuff, and you're like, whoa, like, okay, well, now I know how much money I actually attributed, you know, to going to school and how much money I spent on living Mm -hmm. and all those other things. And now if you're in a position of, now I got to pay that off, or you're in a position where it's like okay well I worked while I was in school like it, it kind of helps out in your favor and you look back and you might like, okay the moves you made either helped or hurt you mm-hmm. once you get you know past that that little trial so mm-hmm. that I mean that money consciousness I'm I'm fortunate to have that you mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. and so that's what I was getting at huh where'd you get it from oh mom's okay yeah mom, mom, she mom. come with me on every time I do something still I'm like yo let me let me talk to my financial advisor real quick she, yeah. here she is yeah. she know me which so, I think is extremely important because I know a lot of individuals kind of speaking to your your point about what you observed and then how that then dictated how you were going to operate is that all those examples aren't always the same no it's unique to the individual yeah mm-hmm. like it really is because people you can take your you know things that life give you and either spin it in a positive way or, mm-hmm. or let it affect you yeah. and, and let it hold you back. It'd be a chip on your shoulder. A, exactly. Yeah. So it, it all depends on really the individual. And for me, like the things that life threw at me early, because right, back to my father, is you know he was a, a heavy drug addict for, for many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was addicted to multiple things. And that's one of the things that affected our family very, very negatively. So instead of letting that hinder me, I simply acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. It's something that happened. And we move on from it, period. Like, you can't let the things of your past continue to affect you today. That's gems. Like, it's no longer happening. Like, mm-hmm. all we have is right now in this moment. Right. Period. Absolutely. Period. What happened already happened, mm-hmm. and the future hasn't occurred yet. So, literally, all we have is right now. So, I'm not going to sit here and let the fact that, you know, we got into a fist fight when I was nine years old because he put hands on my mom when he was high as hell mm-hmm. still affect my relationship now. We have an amazing relationship now. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me years to... Because I forgave him a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't tell him that until like 15 years later. Mm-hmm. How I was proud of him for curbing his addiction. Being able to sustain his life. like, And that I love you. Simple. That's Wasn't so even ever say that. Like Now it's just a story. You see I, I can talk about this and anything else that's occurred in my mm-hmm. life. Because it's simply just a story. So that's one of the things that propels people forward. If you can understand who you are and how you operate. And things that happened no longer happening, move on from it. You can do anything. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. No, that's good. <laughs> no, that, that well, you, you're going down the story track. So that leads up. So in, in high school, I uh, started working pretty early because it was my mom was single mom. So you didn't play so, sports or anything like I that? I did. I played football. Okay. Yeah, he was captain of the team. There you go. Oh, was okay. We was going to lead that out nah, there. I, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, so this is okay. a, another trend. All of the guests we've had thus far were either like MVPs, the best in their city or star of the team. Or, or you know, the out there playing and stuff like that, too. Because I don't know. Oh, they, Nate said all, he was the MVP. That's they, right. They all claim to be the best. They claim. No, no. And no. We, we no. Said, captain. So he said captain. I said captain. I didn't say the best. Okay, okay. okay. That, he could have been the captain that had a lot of spirit. <laughs> Sometimes the captain's the dude that broke his leg in the first game. And he can fire Yo, Ray Come on, guys. It's game time. This is all time, you guys. This is all time. 
wheel me to the sideline. On the crutch. Cat daddy into the sideline. Oh, man. I play football. So here's the thing. Like, I actually needed to start working to help my mom. Okay. So I actually had to turn down the scholarships that I were offered to play in college because I started working full time. So very first job I ever had, I was a cashier at Borders Books and Music. Okay. Okay. And then then I got a second job working at Bloomingdale's in the cash wrap department i was a i wrapped gifts yeah for the holidays yeah and so from there uh, i just moved up in both those companies so i got promoted to uh be an actual cash management person like working in the cash office for bloomingdale's and then for borders i got promoted to a bookseller and then from there i became like a, a junior supervisor um, for the second floor, Wait, they made junior supervisors. They, they did. They had like their their their, their structure. Like and I was, I was an assistant to the assistant supervisor. Okay, that's <laughs> like, that's like, bad. Like, wow. You, you the fact that like, they put junior on there, I feel like it's low key demeaning. It, they could have gave you a better title because well, it's still well, no, but it, you, it holds high regard though. You create those tiers, and then it, it like it incorporates employee morale. Oh, okay. That's, because now you have a, a supervisory position that you can put on your resume and say, I've supervised people in an assistant. Right, but the word in junior is what I had an issue with. Yeah, that. So, <laughs> but you also see why that company no longer exists. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> cool. See, he was catching the wavelength of what I was on right now. Exactly. You're not going to call me junior. Yikes. So that was, that was my first job. And then from there, uh, I left retail and started doing, uh, remember when I was uh, doing the campaigns with the Democratic Party of America? Oh, you know the dude that stands outside of Target and gets us to sign petitions. Get signed petitions. I would go door to door, giving out pamphlets for, "Hey, vote for this candidate," because that's who the Democratic Party like represented on like the city level and council level. Yeah. Things like that. Did that for a little while, and then I went back to retail, started working for Macy's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Macy's, I was in, the, I was a jewelry salesman. Mm. Okay. They don't um, have very many men in that position. They don't at all. Which I, is I, wild to me because I feel like, well, I don't know. Who well, who was th- your greatest clientele? When yeah, you people like Carl, just, you got old two women. No, right no, old, old, older women. <laughs> so, like, to me, it just seems like it would be natural to put, like, young, handsome men in that position because then they could just woo and swoon. Like, even the perfume the stand. Like the yeah. per- I've never seen a dude where I would, there's, there's I've seen a guy there, you know, but not all the time you don't yeah. see them all the time and to it's me rare. that's a perfect marketing strategy so yeah so that's why I started in Macy's and then I just moved myself up in that company um, I started doing loss prevention for them and then I became a supervisor for that and then that's when I decided okay uh, I want to go to the military before you delve into the military when mm-hmm. you were doing loss prevention did you ever have to prevent loss you oh, have absolutely. some wild stories I was oh. like yeah this is, oh. he used to call oh. me like that, that's, this, a, this. that's a completely <laughs> dude I have Dozens of story scenes. Dozens. Can, can we get? A, I want you to be able to continue in your story, but I don't want to miss this. Wait, 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 wait. I've seen people get snatched up in like department stores and stuff like so that. So he's gonna tell stories. Okay. Yeah, because so, but you got to think about it. Like the the scene starts behind the scenes. Like you're yes, watching the theft occur. Yes, it does. And then you're addressing the, the theft. So, so we have. So it, all right. So for example, let's let's just say we're, we're the team, right? So yes. Crystal will be in the camera room documenting everything through the camera and then then i'm on the floor (laughs) acting like a shopper watching you steal Right. Okay. So what? What? Well, when he looked at me, I felt like I yeah. took something I wasn't supposed to <laughs> take. Like, I, I, I know you didn't pay for that <laughs> shirt. Like, give me that chapstick, boy. So, <laughs> so you know, once we have everything confirmed, I'm on the radio with Crystal. We're good to go, right? right. So you pass the last point of sale. And you walk out the door. Oh, mm-hmm. so you guys have a point of engagement. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, prime. I'll just give one story because this is hilarious. So, this guy, he was like 
22 years old, if I remember correctly. Okay. Like he walked out of the, the East doors. Okay. And he was coming around the South. Like I know that's the direction he was headed. Yeah. So I came out of the South doors and the dude was running cause he was trying to get away. Cause my partner was chasing him. I, as soon as he came around the corner, I just like Bobby Boucher. Just lay dude out. He's like, you got me. You got me. <laughs> you got me in that wild. You got me in that wild. And he lived for these moments. So no, let me hey, tell you. Hey, like... Real talk. There was, there, all right, I'm going to share one more. Because this, this dude actually like scared the mess out of me. Like, cat was like 6'2", weighed like 350. But it was solid because he was a he was a construction worker mm. and he was on the jackhammer. Yeah, and so you got to be like super strong. Like I'm telling you, because you talk to these people after you arrest them. And I was gonna say, how do you find all this exactly, information because, out? Because you know, loss prevention. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to prevent Preventing the loss. The loss. We want to know what he does. So dude, how come you couldn't afford this jacket? No, and he could. He literally uh, he said that he was like, you know, I don't know. I just got the urge to take it. Like I really don't have any purpose to. Like, I have the money in my pocket. It was that weird. Is so this, this, this that big is dude. Odd. So this big dude, right? Now this is back when I weighed like 190 pounds mm-hmm. when I was like really into jujitsu. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. Was so, cat walks out. He's just holding like a, a fragrance box, yeah. and like uh, something else because he was still in for his girlfriend. Like it was an anniversary coming up, and he just decided to take it. So as soon as he walks out, I walk up, I badge him, let him know who I am. Like, hey, buddy, I, I need you to come back to the office yeah. with me so we can work this out. He's like, oh, no, just take it. Like, I don't want any problem. I'm like, no, no, like you need to come back with me. So he dropped everything and like tried to run. Yeah. Now this is a real big dude. So I grabbed his wrist. Okay. This is how big his wrist was. Literally, <sighs> I had to put two <sighs> hands on it. Okay. It looked like a log when he just described. <laughs> exactly. Cat pulled me into the street. Like literally, like I'm like a rag doll. I'm like, my God, this dude is strong as hell. And I was going to say, you're not a little dude. So I'm telling you, like, he ragdolled me, see? So I'm in the street. I'm still holding him, like, so I'm trying to, like, twist his arm up. He just pulls away. Mm. Then I, like, I try to grab him again. He kind of hits me with a stiff arm. I'm back. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I try to go for the bear hug. Like, when when he sees me reaching for him, I don't know if he (laughs) he just reacted. He swung. Whoa. Luckily, I put my hand up. Okay. Wrapped up his arm. This cat lifted me off the ground. Okay, with one arm. Wow. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> Let go. He tried to run. I go to like, you know, get him like, so now, now I'm chasing him. And then I'm like, you know, this dude is too big. So I just kick his leg out from underneath him. He falls to the ground. So no, he's on the ground. You know, I, I have top position. I'm like, I can control the situation. This dude is so strong. <laughs> he's able to push up off the ground with me on his back. Wow. Hey, and he, he just did. described a whole scene of The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> Bro just described him fighting a big grizzly fighting right a grizzly. now. All of so, that for some uh, Chanel number all, nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so at this point, I'm like, dude, like, you know, whatever. Like, We weren't supposed to put people in headlocks, but I'm like, this cat's too strong. He's going to hurt me. So I just put him like right before he's about to go to sleep. He's just like, all right, okay. <laughs> and then, then he gave up. And then at that point, mall security pulled up. I put him on the hood of the car. We, we cuffed him up, took him back. So then, you put him in a jujitsu chokehold. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Anyway, so he was about to join the military. That's crazy. He's crazy. Got me sitting. I see. I see him, bro. When he was telling the story, the whole the whole visual in my mind, he was in the wilderness, like really. He kicked the dude from underneath him, threw a stick at him, you know, hid behind the oak tree. So Carl, this is literally in the parking lot of the Stonewood Mall in Downey, California. Wow. So you see, he told that story. We haven't even gotten to war yet. Yeah, we ain't even. So the best part, I never actually went to war. Okay. 
So you were in the military though. So I enlisted in the military. Which branch? Uh, Air Force. Okay. Oh, so, so they got you in. Well, I was a part of a, a unit called SEER. It was a survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. It's, okay, say that one more time because I didn't even catch it. So it's S E R E. It's okay. sur- survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. Okay, there we go. Okay, so it's a it's a, it's a spec ops unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so during training, like I'm waiting to ship out, I actually end up getting injured on a loss prevention stop. Like I I tore my ACL, my MCL, and my meniscus. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a whole leg. Yeah, it's a whole leg. Literally, <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's called it's called the trifecta. Throw the leg away. Yeah, that's the whole, so whole leg. I tore my leg up i get discharged okay um at that point that's why i'm like i became super depressed in my life i'm like what the hell am i gonna do so how old were you at this time this is back in what 2009 i just turned 21 okay okay so i'm like all right so from there i just decided okay i'm gonna make a career out of macy's okay so i started to progress in loss prevention became a manager oversaw multiple stores uh i was just on that career path and then when i took over a bigger store got another promotion in downtown la i was literally only arresting um, transients and drug addicts. Mm. Wait, what area? Uh, in downtown LA. Okay, makes sense. So right off of Seventh and, and Fig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. that that little area, just like what the. Well, it's it's completely it's gentrified now. It's completely different. Yeah, to, to uh, a to a certain extent. If you, it's, it's it's getting better if you know how what exactly. the progression is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I had the store, it was terrible. So, okay, so literally, it's all I was arresting, and that was really weighing on my psyche. So I'm like, these people need help. They don't right. need, like, they're, they're, right. not, they're not here. They're going to keep doing what they're doing anyway. Exactly. Well, well like, not even that, but it's just like, they need help. Yeah. They don't right, need right. to be reprimanded yeah. for, for, exactly. for this. Trying like, to live. Yeah, yeah it's survival. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's survival. Like, that's what it was. So that really weighed heavy on me. And like, I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So then that's why I'm like, okay. Left Macy's, spent like eight months being a bum. That's why I love my wife, because she allowed me to be a bum mm-hmm. and really like understand what it is I want to do. Um, then I got an opportunity to go to Florida to work for Coca-Cola. Right. Um, and that's why I took that job. Again, worked up, moved up in there, became a sales rep. And working for that company and understanding that they don't give two shits about anyone that works there, like it just really started to to shift my mentality of working for someone and really wanted to do this for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really when I, when I, my whole mindset changed and, and I got really into self-development and just learning like financial literacy mm. um, and then really figuring out, formulating ways to apply the knowledge that I was gaining. Let's pause right there real quick. So I want to ask you this, because we talked about this. Well, I believe Cease asked me and then Star had originally brought it up. Maybe I got it backwards. But we talked a little bit about college. So do you think that what you're doing right I seen you put the glass down. He was ready. So you think the the job that, that you're doing right now, do you think you need to go to college for that? Absolutely not. Okay. Go okay, spew, so, in, spew into that for us. Okay. So the, I need to make something inherently clear, though. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's here. I'm an advocate for education. Amen. Okay. And not continuous education. I think the biggest mistake people make is, is when they get out of college or they finish a program, they think that's the end. They don't continuously educate themselves. Like, mm-hmm. we never stop learning. Yeah. To, to the day I die, I'll be 90-whatever years old. I will still be reading books preceding my knowledge, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. And you have to. It never, it never stops. Right. So I think one of the issues has, so the only reason you need to go to college is if the field that you want to get in specifically needs a college degree. Mm. Okay. Okay. My little brother, I use this example all the time. I'm so yeah. glad he said that because yeah. I said something similar last week. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> so my little brother's going to be an aerospace engineer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that d- 
you have to have a degree for that. Yeah, it turns right? out. <laughs> I would love my doctor to have a degree too. Like, <laughs> like, 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 so, you know, so keep, yeah, keep yeah, it yeah, so, yeah, so I would like them to know what they're talking about. Doctors, lawyers, CPAs, okay, rocket scientists. If you are interested in doing something with your life that specifically requires you to go to college, then I'm an advocate for college because yeah. it's a ne- it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me that you know you want to start a cell phone company, you don't need to go to college for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, like if you want to go into business, why would I not go study, uh, be an understudy for a successful businessman instead of spending money on a school to teach me about business? Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever learned, the most important things I've picked up through experience. Yeah. Period. Like, doesn't matter how much I understand it. Like, once you start applying the knowledge, nothing ever goes how you anticipate it to. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, I, I've never had anything go 100% to plan. Nothing. Right. And I don't. And I don't expect anything to ever go 100% to plan. So it, it's really about applying what you're learning. And if college is the educational path that's required. I'm all about it. Right. But if it's not a requirement, I, I'm, I'm not an advocate for it. Okay. And that's all. But you do have to be educated. Yeah. But a I'll, lot of people, um, you know, they're graduating from high school and they don't know what's next. Um, like, I feel like even though I have a career type job, this is not the end all say all mm-hmm. for even me. Yeah. Um, so would you say that you would still be an advocate for college who, for people who are actually trying to figure out or like, cause I, I, I feel like even for me, like I will say all the time, like the academic part of college was amazing. Like I love that too. But for me, um, it was even more so about developing. And I feel like I learned a lot of things a little quicker because I had a crash course in it, uh, a crash course in life, if you will, especially going out of state where, you know, I just didn't have the luxury of being like, Hey, stop me. Hey, give me a ride. Hey, this where, you know, that, that was the case for a lot of people. So what would you say in regards to something like that? Like, so the thing I recommend to anybody who doesn't know what, what they want to do and they, they don't have any direction yet, okay? So you would do, a, I would say, do a pre-assessment even before you decide to go to college. Write down the five things that you are most passionate about, like the things that you love, mm-hmm. okay? And then I want you to write down the next thing. It's like, okay, what am I okay with doing? And then another five things that you absolutely hate, okay? And then you go to the first five and you see, is it possible for me to make a career out of any of these? or to monetize any of these subjects. At what point did you do this for yourself? So I started doing this probably about six years ago. Okay. Okay, so that's when... when so when, mid-20s-esque. When I, yeah, mid-20s. So you, okay. so you got prior knowledge. Aaron, how old are you? So I'm 30. Okay. Because I keep wanting to tell you you got a good head on your shoulders, but if you're older than me, I can't say <laughs> that. <laughs> I hear that. And so, but but in between that 18 to 24. See, so, but, but, but this is why it is now our job to knowledge that we learn mm-hmm. to pass it down to the younger generation sooner so that they can have a head start and that won't have to take as long as it took me to get to this point. And, and even still, I'm still an advocate, even if you have no idea what you want to do or I hear you. where you're going or if, um, even if what you want to do doesn't necessarily require it, I'm still a hardcore advocate. And I even strongly or even more strongly believe that if you can find someone to pay for it, that that's the key. Mm-hmm. The keys are there. See, my thing is, it's as long as you're pursuing education, mm-hmm. you're on you're on the right path. Formally or informally. Formally or informally. Because mm-hmm. like now, you know, I'll, I'll drop three thousand dollars on a course. Mm hmm. And that's fine. Like I, I take it's courses. A specialized it's a specialized. Course. Like I, I need to learn something like when I deep dived into cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. you know, I took two weeks. 
I took three online courses. Mm -hmm. It only cost me $150. Mm -hmm. I watched every free video I could find on YouTube. I read every article. I looked up the um, how credible each of these sources are from like Coinbase and um, uh, Coinigy and all this. I'm like, oh, those are top two. I read every article that they wrote. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just two weeks and just deep dive. And that's, that's it. So I, I'll pay for courses mm -hmm. when I start the marketing agency. I found a digital marketing certification. Like they taught everything I need to know about the platforms, how to applications, everything. It's a six months course. Like cost like twenty five hundred dollars. And that's it. And I took it. So again, you, you have to continuously be educated. So I, I'll pay for a program. Hell, I've taken programs that were completely useless. She's but, got I think he's making a burning question for like three minutes. He's letting let let him flow. He's letting him flow. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. He holding that Perrier too. He, he, he got expensive taste. Because he, he jumped in the booth and he was like, no, nah, just keep the beat going. I'm just freestyle for a little bit. I was like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Off the top. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's time. It's time? I think it's time for the runaround. <laughs> All right, here we go. The runaround. The runaround. I need a I need a better voice when I do that. Yeah. So following, I was gonna say nothing. Following the trend from the last episode, <laughs> I think it would be more than appropriate to allow our guests to present the runaround topic. All right. Um, and then we can chime in, and then so we're gonna give you preference. You got the You're time gonna... ready? Wait, but what's the runaround? Like, let let the people know what's the runaround. The runaround is the segment that we've created here in Grown Folks Business to kind of break up some of the conversation and to present a totally different topic in which we won't get the opportunity to debate, but instead we'll just have to leave the comments as a standalone comment and then all of our viewership can go onto social media and answer the same question. And if we get some pretty good responses, then we might just include them in future episodes. Let me see what Apple's alarm we're going to uh, use today. So Apple while she presto. does that, what's the topic that you got for us today? There, there it is. It's going to be presto. We hit the ringer last episode, so we probably going to hit it again this episode. Y'all cheated when y'all did that. Ooh. I didn't cheat. I got to get it all out now because after we start presenting the topic, we can't like go back and forth. Y'all definitely <laughs> cheated. Houseway. He tried to contrive a situation where I would then go to the timer, and it just didn't happen like that. Well, because you, you, but be, you made you it be though, right? Dilly dallying around the topic. That's why I'm, I'm not even going to use the whole time. I'm. I'm just going to say this one line, and that's my runaround. I'm succinct, and you can't. Did you make it that to the time? Though you made it to the time. No, you did because you started talking. We after did. It. We were asking <laughs> further questions because we needed to get to the real. But anyway, okay, Aaron, okay. what was the topic? Okay, so I, I just want quick clarification. I give the topic. All of us are speaking on it. Including you. We save you for last. Including you. Okay, no, no. But then that's your preference. You can either present the topic and then answer it first, and then we'll go thereafter, or you can save yourself for last. But the choice is yours. I'll save myself for last. There you go. I am mad. Hey, and you know what? We argue about this all the time. Can you just tell us the order that we should go into? There we go. We can do that too then. Let's just go round table. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. It has to start with you for him to be last. We don't want to break up the I started first last week. We don't want to break up the men's voice. Have you ever gone first, though, is the question. Ladies always. And I don't think you have. Yeah, go ahead and hand me that timer. There you go. Haters don't hate. Haters don't hate. Introduce the topic you got for the runaround. Grown folks, grown folks. You know, to coincide with the asinine holiday that I don't celebrate. Which one, which which one is, is that? Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's it's Day. Which is today. Which is today. So, so this is going to uh, be for the people who don't have someone and are actively seeking. Damn, Daniel. Per particularly men, because I see this happen in bars and clubs all the time, is how they very inaccurately um, identify a woman that's not interested in them at all <laughs> okay so th this is the the topic is uh, men struggling to pick up women in bars because they don't know the cues in order to actually 
I'm ready for this one. I, mean, <laughs> I was gonna say. And, so wait, 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 hold on. We get, we, <laughs> so is Star so is, is Star given? Uh, but then I, I think I know where you're going with this. Does, is Star given the female perspective? Yes. Or I, I, is she I, just doing a vice versa? So I would love if she could do one of each. That would be awesome. Like see it like. But do why? I get two sixty seconds no, in, or do I get thirty? Yeah, 30, 30. 30. 30 seconds for each. So so describe <laughs> a time. Describe like a time. I like describe it. a time when when a guy has failed this miserably. Why you don't let guests run things on the right. show. <laughs> Okay, he's come with a very <laughs> whack approach because you did not, you're not feeling him at all. And then I want you to see it from a male perspective, like what they can do better. So wait, can we can we just give her sixty? Because I feel like this is gonna be yeah, funny. sixty yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. You get Let's 30 give her thirty. I'll, I'll give you a cue when you're at thirty. and You need to switch okay, over. Okay, so. Oh wait, so wait, no, I'm at sixty each. He's still sticking with thirty. <laughs> no, no, you said no, no, no. He's petty and basic. Okay, so he's the first petty one, and basic. Both. So he's so the first question is, what okay. are men doing wrong? What are the men doing wrong mm-hmm. when they're approaching? Mm-hmm. And the second part is what. Just the wackest time with like, what's the worst? Oh, he wants you to go into a story. Yeah, get, give a sixty second account of just the guy that just failed miserably and what he could have did better. Because we'll be given the perspective of thinking that somebody's interested and then they weren't really interested. Oh, I got in what you should then look for that. to uh, <laughs> like ensure that somebody wants what you to you approach them. Exactly. So I guess from your and this is just a suggestion. Your example could then be. Somebody that approached you who you thought to yourself, like, you should have known that you shouldn't be talking to me. <laughs> I, got, I got one. Here we go. You go ahead and start me out first. Oh, we're going to start him first because I got a dual oh. question. But is everybody doing a dual question then, too? No, I don't no. need well, to we, we, I'm not a female perspective. Yeah, I was yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You have the unique perspective at the table being yeah. the only female okay, perspective. So. That's the case. I need to go see like, my OBGYN. <laughs> I missed it. There you go. And you know what? I Carl, don't want him to repeat be, it. She didn't miss it. You I don't want him to repeat it. It's I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a few pap smears uh, overdue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We ready? All right. Yeah. All right, here we and go. the time starts now. I'm not going to date anything, but I will tell, I will say this. There was this time I uh, went out to a bar. Um, I had a great time. You know, I personally did. And we went out with all my friends and I started talking to this girl and I'm in there asking all the, you know, basic questions like, what do you do? All these other things. And she's answering, you know, but in my mind, a few drinks later, I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, we're having a nice flowing conversation. At some point, that conversation ends. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, let me let me pick up on the social cues and just know that maybe I don't have anything else to say to this person anymore. So I'm just going to walk off to the bar real fast. Get me one more call today. So I walk off to the bar. I come back. And I see her, she's, you know, maybe about 10 feet away from me or whatever. And I put my hands up like, hey, remember me from like five <laughs> minutes ago? Like that whole weird look. And she was like, oh, just the, the shoulders, everything de-stressed. Oh. And now the, it, it gets way more wild from there. At that point, the security thought that, oh, oh y'all, gonna, y'all gonna let me finish this one. You gotta, really let, me to you gotta let me finish this one. It, it gets funny. <laughs> It's already funny. I got seven seconds left. <laughs> Trust hey, me. Wait, hold on, wait. Give him an If I put seven seconds on give the clock. Give me seven seconds seven left. Seven I'm going to tell you. Give me, give me seven seconds hey, left. And you know what? Can we just make note that on his next runaround topic, he gets 53 seconds? <laughs> no, I'm, getting all, I'm recouping all seasons he, time. He borrowed in principle. <laughs> we're going to take another 15 seconds right now. Okay, so anyway, so the, security the security guard. The security thought that I was harassing her. Kicked me out the bar. And all seven, all part? six of my friends. Oh, it wasn't funny for me when I got up the next day. <laughs> I was on the concrete and everything. Her body language all got I him did, kicked out. All I did was, hey, oh, bothering me. Get him. Get him. I didn't fight nobody. I didn't do nothing. 
Oh my they god. They still let me in that bar now though. Fuck <laughs> social media. All right, hand the timer over. Star is Oh, your it's turn. my turn? Yeah. Of course it is. You, okay. Did you think of your story yet? I was so busy uh laughing oh. at yours. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's see. You ready? Okay, what's the first one I'm doing? Oh, when the signs were all wrong? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, You know, it's funny. I was about to give up on, like, trying to set the timer. I was going to do my own little ringer. Ding, 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 ding. All right, here we go. Ready? That was corny. Three, two. You want to switch the ringer? I just picked a random one. No, he's talking his. Oh, I was like, dang, he talked to Apple. Here we go. Three, two, one. Um... Thinking of a time when I was approached and it was just whack. Um, so a gentleman will come up in the bar or in the club or wherever we're at. And, you know, I'm always vibing. Like, I'm having a good time. If you see me out, like, I am always turned up. And so um, when someone, I'm clearly in a vibe and, like, they come up and try to talk to me in the middle of my vibe. And I'm like, ew, no, don't do it. Like, I am clearly jamming. I know all of these words and I'm trying to get down. So if you come talk to me and you make me miss my favorite part of the song, we're done. Mm. There's no way that we could ever communicate if I miss my favorite line. Like, because you don't understand me and you never will. So <laughs> it's petty. It is, but it's always something that small and that simple that really gets you like, nah, bruh, like, I didn't get to yell out my left stroke just went viral. Like, you don't get to talk to me if you prevent me from doing that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it's that piece. And then the second question was what? Now, what can guys do better? What can guys do better? She didn't hesitate. Um, so I, what they can do better is just like assess the situation. I think guys come up with a blueprint, like I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy a drink. I'm going to, and that stuff is whack because we know it's a routine. And so if it's a routine, you have not considered anything about me to make this personal or individual. So you need to be like, Oh, she seems to like this song because it's always a song. It always has something to do with a song. She seems to like this song. Come up to me. Give me a little, Hey, Hey. And if you hit me with a, Hey, hey, I'm there. I'm like, okay, I can vibe with you. Like, if we can have fun, let's go. Like, it's it's about the fun factor for me. So, that's that. I can't believe I didn't hit the. You yeah, trying so hard. Sec- to, you had eight seconds. You trying so hard to hit that time. I had lost. Really I good. had lost everything, but it's cool. I really wanted just to go off just for you I know, know you general did. principle. <laughs> Yay! No, right, you're the only one celebrating that. Right, I'm done. <laughs> Let's get back to one minute. So, Cease, here we go. So, so wait, wait, can we, can we repeat the prompt one more time? Oh, like, you know, I heard two stories. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> Name a time. But that... I, I feel like y'all gave answers to questions that weren't asked. No, it was a safe. <laughs> he, he wanted her to break into a story that last half. Okay, but I feel like you A story say, of when, it, when you tried to holler you at somebody and it didn't work. Be that as it may, I already know what I'm going to say. I just want to Because it's going to be two is. seconds. All right, here we go. All right, go ahead. We go want ahead. a story of a time you tried to holler and it didn't work. Oh, no, no. I'm going to give you multiple stories in one. <laughs> okay, in I'm one excited. minute? All right, let's see know. if we can do it. All on your see. mark, get set, go. So this is mad embarrassing right now, but my MO used to be like not being myself. Like I'd create a persona mm. and then stick with that the whole night just to see if it would work. Vegas. Um, but but listen, no, 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 that's definitely a Vegas thing. We, yeah. we, we virtual high five around here. We've all done that. There Hello. you go. Hello. But what I have found is that being yourself is the most beneficial persona that you could portray because you just live it. You don't actually have to try, you just go in and be yourself. But you have to be confident with yourself. Um, and even if you don't feel like the other person is going to believe in it, if you do, then that usually lends to your favor. Um, so I stopped being trash when I started being myself. There you go. <laughs> Was that your story? That's the story. 
I was looking for the embarrassing part. Uh, well, the, the, the embarrassing part is that, like, I, I don't have the credentials to be, like, a doctor or a pilot or... I've been in the military one or time. Or the hair. Special ops. Oh, I, I've been a, a CFL player. See? Um, wow. I was a blimp pilot. Oh, there you go. And uh, what's another crazy one that, that my buddies threw out? You guys were basketball players one time, right? No, I wasn't. I, I was. I, you weren't oh, no. there for that one. No, 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 no. I wasn't an actual player. I managed. Oh I, yeah, you I, managed yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah. I organized the Olympics one year. I was on the committee. I'm telling you, we we. I'm, ladies, if you hear some crazy <laughs> jobs in Vegas, don't be like, really? Nine out of ten lying. times they're lying. It's a lie. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you up? Here we go. One minute, brother. One minute. Good call. Here we go. On your mark, get set, go. All right. So I, I don't. I have too many embarrassing stories. Like I, I have no problem failing back in the day when it came to women. Like I, I, I was, reason I brought up this topic because I was one of those idiots that just shot my shot and I didn't care if I missed. Okay, Wasn't so. even looking at the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been a numbers game. Since. If there's 300 women in the room, I talked all 300. The likelihood of two of them liking me is very high. That's, so. all, that's all you need. That's it. 34 seconds. Go. Sorry. Okay, sorry. So I, I have advice for for fellas very simple thing you can do make eye contact with a woman smile if she smiles back go and approach her if she looks away give her one more look and a smile and if she hits you with the smile then go approach her but if she don't smile back do not go and talk to her mm. save yourself the time do not buy a drink you'll be wasting your money but sir. she'll enjoy it so buy it <laughs> <laughs> crystal grinning right now <laughs> oh because she knows how many tokyo teas <laughs> I Crystal getting ready to enjoy a LA water right when we leave here. Oh, man. We're not about to talk about Tokyo tea. Anyway, y'all, we are about to go back to our regularly scheduled. That was the runaround. I'm going to play devil's advocate, though. Okay, please do. Because what you're describing, you know, just upon meeting you and con- conversing with you for a little bit, like you have that drive. There's, you have that it factor, as mm-hmm. some people would describe it. And I feel like what you're just what what you're relaying to us as a route to success isn't something that everybody would be able to do, and not because they don't necessarily have the talent or the know how to, you know, navigate the business world mm-hmm. like you do. But I feel like there's just something there. So can we talk about that a little bit? Like, what about you specifically mm-hmm. do you feel like sets you apart to the point where you can be successful in a non traditional way? It's a great question. And I did all of this with the hand. Yeah, the whole time. So so when you get home, just hey, hey, just don't clean your left shoulder. Yeah, I was gonna say all that in there. Right, you don't need head and shoulders. That's just the salt from Cecil. Hand and shoulders. So see, that's actually a great question because I I had to. So one of the things is like I'm I'm real big on self development. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really examining why it is I do things, what made me do it, like uh, what's my motivation moving forward for doing it. And I, I really think that's what it comes down to, is it. It's just I understand how I operate. Like I know what I need personally in order to feel fulfilled in life. And it's like I have to continuously move forward. Yeah, That's just it. Like I'm, I'm insatiable, like period. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Like I, I constantly need more. And that's just how I work. So – for people who, and I'm going to get into this too, because like one of the things I realize, I want because I talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I love talking to people. I I, just, I love hearing their story. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured I wouldn't let it be me that time. I let it be somebody else. <laughs> what? So I, I enjoy conversations with people. Like I, I want to know like where they're at, where their heads at, like where they want to go, what's their goals, like 
do they think they can reach him? And, and the, the commonality that I'm seeing through everyone is they have no faith in themselves. Like a, a, everything I say, I'm like, cause I'm like, no, this is simple. All you have to do is this. I'll literally break it down. Like, I was having a conversation with a, a bartender at the marketing event that I was at the other night. Um, she said she used to be on um, a general hospital for like three years, yeah. but it like fell off. And like, you know, her goal is to win an Oscar one day. Like she wants to be a renowned actor. I'm like, well, that's easy. You can do it. I'm like, look at the last five years. Okay. Of all the people who've won. Okay. And not only the people that won, all the people who were nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Right. I want you to to research what was the, um, uh, what's it called? The movie, the movie studio that produced it. Mm-hmm. Who was the director? Who were the executive producers on the films? Mm-hmm. For all five of them. I want you to look up the budget, how much they made, what was the profit margins, like what was the worldwide. Literally do all the research on it for the last five years. And then based off of that, look for the things that are similar. It's like, oh, this executive producer was on three of these. Oh, this director was on two of these. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, um, you know, this movie studio did five of them. So now that you have that knowledge base, now you work back. It's like, okay, do I know, like, who are the people that like, make the decisions? It's this, this, and this person cool i don't have access to them yet but they know these people that way you just outlined it though for a person like like i I don't know her but i'm just saying like for the average person i I guess when you start like laying out goals and stuff or not even necessarily goals but like plans of action sometimes it seems insurmountable for them so people can't so carl people can't look past their own personal like web that they're in currently like they can't look past their own situation that they're currently sitting in because it's like they can't see beyond that it's like oh i only make fifty thousand dollars a year like mm-hmm. how am i going to be able to afford you know some big house <laughs> <one day?" laughs> listen i was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they were talking about like how how is a life coach a real thing mm-hmm. But what you're giving us right now is what people that endorse that would hope to be getting mm-hmm. from a life coach and i'm going to just kind of take it back to you for mm-hmm. a second because you understand how you got to this point. You mm-hmm. understand the understanding that's behind you, understanding what you understand right now. Exactly. Because when you started off, you mentioned something profound, at least to me, which was you told your father you were proud of him mm-hmm. after his struggle with addiction. Mm-hmm. Most kids can't even put themselves in that place that I'm this person's child, but I'm proud of you. And I'm yeah. going to even have a conversation oh, with yeah. him yeah. about that. Oh, until I was bought like, I, I, I had no, because I, she knows I'm not an emotional person. Yeah. Like I'm very even killed. And that's one of the things like that's changed. It's like I, I now ride the wave. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I appreciate the highs, I appreciate the lows. Like it's no longer just even. Yeah. That conversation, I was bawling. Like I had no I'm like, where is this even coming <laughs> who am from? I? <laughs> like, who is this? Like I, I was I was like, I had to <laughs> I love you. The quiver lip. Is it safe to say that that conversation was life changing? Oh, absolutely. So, so, absolutely. The reason I bring that point up is because you could be talking to somebody about business, but they could be having these, you know, th- these mm-hmm. things that they've been struggling with from their from their past. Yep. That is really the barrier to them reaching their full potential. Like you were able to make space mm-hmm. in your mind and in your soul. Perfect way to put it for success. Okay, so that was number one that jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your wife Mm -hmm. and that period of time that she gave you to be able to say, you know what, like, I'm just not feeling anything right now. And until I do, I need I need that space to figure that out. You recognize that a lot of people would just be like, well, I jumped from here to here. It's like, well, how did you make that transition? And then number three, when you said that you um, I guess it kind of ties into number two. But when you talked about the military and then being discharged and being depressed, 
Like, you own that. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of men of color, they won't recognize things like depression. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I had to struggle through it. I had to hustle a little bit. Like, no, call it for what it is. Because you saying that about yourself is then helping somebody else. Somebody's listening to this right, right now and recognizing where they're at because they, you know what I mean, they're hearing your story. And then from that, which has nothing to do with business whatsoever, you're now in a space to have that understanding of what you need to do. You're able to think outside of the box now. Exactly. I couldn't say that any better. That's people at a very basic level. Yeah. That's all it needs to come down to mm-hmm. is you have to understand yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm the biggest advocate for mm-hmm. that. Like you will hear me. I mention this 30 times in a day. Self-development. I've spent more money investing in myself than I have any company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pe- period. I've, I've spent tens, probably like, like 15 grand now, how much I've spent on self-development programs. Okay. Right. That's what I'm telling you. Like, it, until you invest in yourself, you can't do anything else. Thus far, what's been the most lucrative investment that you've put into yourself? It's probably a course that I took. Uh, it's called Landmark Education. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Explain it. Okay, so so landmark educate. It's like a, it's very like in your face kind of like group therapy in a way. Mm. But the way they structure, you burning right now? uh, No, because we know somebody who's affiliated. But I'll get to that. Got you. Got you. Okay, so through landmark, I figured that when he he whispered it to me, I know he talk about now. So you start. It's a three day course. And I'm like, nothing changes your life in three days. Like, I've never seen this model. This is stupid. I'm wasting my money, but whatever. I'm going to check it out. That's how I felt about him saying about the person that he was describing. I was like, yeah, they got that same energy. But then you keep going, though. Carl, first 15 minutes of being in that room, I was like, I've never been a part of anything like this. Like, (laughs) this is some different thing. So then at that point, I completely threw away any apprehensions I had. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take on what they're giving me Mm. because I've never seen anything like this. Like, when when you get someone to get up there and, and they share a story, how you know they watch their husband rape their son mm. and then rape them and wow. share that in front of a room with 300 people right it's immediate i'm like okay what am i in right now i'm, I'm so, up now exactly okay and you hear some of the most heinous just nasty stories of the encounters that these people have had to endure mm-hmm. mm. and then seeing that at the end of that third day and how they've just completely released all of that. Mm-hmm. And they've been able to move on and, and forgive child molesters and rapists and murderers. And just like the most, like the worst of the worst. And being able to forgive them and seeing that release, it, it's mind-blowing. Mm. So I, I really contribute. Like that's one of the ones that really changed my whole perception and how I approach things mm-hmm. um, from an from a inside standpoint. Mm-hmm. So... I, I cannot push enough. Like I love landmark education now. Thing is, like they they are a business. Yeah. Okay. So you know they are there to make money. I was right. gonna say that course People, had to run you a little bit of so, money. Yeah, so you know you gotta understand that they still have to maintain their business. That's so right. it, it's gonna cost you. And the thing is, like some of their future programs, like I wasn't really into. Okay. This is structured, but like at the very basic one, I probably like the uh, what, what what is the name of their basic program. I'll look it up and get it back to you because okay. I forgot. I don't remember it off the top of my head. But we'll let y'all bit. know next episode. Yeah, so exactly. my question for you, right? So you have your business ventures. You have everything that's kind of propelled you forward right now. How do you still balance and maintain your family life? That's one of the most difficult 
aspects of this. Let's too. go. We can go into it because yeah. you're on the road. You're yeah. traveling. You're doing so, all these things. E- example: I just last week I was in Miami for four days. Hey. Okay? I, I, so I, was at the, I was at the Bitcoin conference. Okay. Okay. Can you um, explain what Bitcoin is a little bit too before you go a little deeper? Something. Absolutely. So, I don't necessarily know. Okay. You said cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and Bitcoin. Seen them in an article mm-hmm. together, but yeah. All right. So so cryptocurrency in general is it's simply a vehicle in which a technology blockchain technology is able to function okay okay so blockchain allows a bunch of like me and my partners contribute it's really going to be the new industrial age Mm -hmm. okay like this is industrial age part two okay like blockchain is what's going to propel human beings forward like what we're able to do with blockchain is, is incredible. Okay. Um, Can you give and an blockchain example? is not just like cryptocurrency. I think no, that's a big misconception. No, Can you talk huge, about that? Huge misconception. Okay. Um, not to get too technical yeah. because it, this, we need a whole episode for that. Yeah. This, this field, you got to understand this field is, is created by coders and hackers. Right. Okay. So it's, it's operating from the mind of those individuals. Yeah. So it's very complex. Mm-hmm. But the simplest way I, I can put it is this. Um, a block is just uh, a series of information mm-hmm. that is uh, compounded from a bunch of different sources. Yeah. And then once all that information is finalized, it creates one block. And by creating the block, you now move to the next one. So it's a decentralized ledger. So essentially what it allows people to do is to track all of this information mm-hmm. for where it's coming from, from a decentralized source so we can access it anywhere on the planet. Mm-hmm. So this technology is going to allow people to do so. One of the, the examples I give is the easiest. You know how cars are becoming autonomous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're starting to drive themselves. Mm-hmm. Blockchain is what's going to allow every car to drive itself, because now through that network, every vehicle will be able to talk to each other. Okay, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to talk to the road, so they know what the flow of traffic is, who's moving over. It's just a, a, a decentralized network. Okay. okay, that's the simplest way I can put it. I am bastardizing it. That's cool. Completely, but that that is it in a nutshell. So now, then you now, went now. to a conference out in Miami mm-hmm. to 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 so to talk about Bitcoin. So we were there for multiple reasons to assess the current like um you know where the market is right. and where it's heading. We're looking for companies to invest in, like what they're putting now, what cryptocurrency, where it's moving to, Mm -hmm. and then who is at the conference. Right. Because that's a big thing because Bitcoin has been associated with very negative Mm -hmm. markets. You know, it's a black market. There was the website called the uh, Silk Road um, where you can buy drugs, um, guns, you can traffic people. It It was used for very heinous things. So that was always like a shadow of the industry. Mm I don't believe that that's the current climate anymore. Okay. Like if you saw it was it was a lot of corporate money at that conference. Okay. Like 90% corporate money. So then this is related to the family life in so, terms of So this is what I'm saying. So I was there, okay. I came home Sunday mm-hmm. because now I wasn't home for 4 days. I came down to San Diego, right? Okay, because I I had meetings there. Was there for two days. I came home Wednesday to see my family, and then left Thursday to be in Palm Springs for this next conference. Right. Okay. I came home early yesterday, so I can have a day, and then I'll be home. And then I actually pushed my meeting because I'm supposed to be in San Francisco um, for three days this week. Right. So I actually pushed that back a week so that I can spend a week at home, mm-hmm. um, because again, like balancing. The work life with the family life is extremely difficult. Right. Um, 
but it's something that has to be done. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to push your family to the side in order to make this work. Right. Like you just have to understand who your partner is, how much attention they need, what their needs are, and then compromise somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when my schedule before we had our daughter, you know, my wife, she was okay with me. I, I was gone literally three or four days out the week, every week. Like I was only home three days. Right. Mm-hmm. Period. Like I was constantly on the road. So, you know, she was okay with it because, you know, it was just her and I. So she was chilling at the house, fine. But now that we have a, a child, it's much different, you know. So I want to make sure that I'm home and present, so that you know she sees her dad, and that I'm able to help my wife out with, you know, just basic things with mm-hmm. her. Because um, I, I see a lot of times, like the relationships, one of the reasons they end is because business really does come first. In order to get it to where you want it to be. It, it has to be a priority. Right, right. Like, if it's not a priority, it's going to fail. No, I get you. There's right. a lot of sacrifice. Right. There's, a, there's a ton of sacrifice. And, and in the beginning, the work does not, like, the reward it's is not nowhere. There. <laughs> it's completely. So to that point, um, does your wife have a degree? She does. She has a master's in public health. Okay. So something that just kind of popped in my mind right now as I'm hearing you talk about... Um, you know, you get into the point that you're at is was there ever a point where you saw your dream, but she couldn't? Oh, absolutely. OK, we're, we're kind of struggling with that now. OK, because that's she, fair. Cause Cause I, wait, wait, wait. Why is that fair? <laughs> no, that's because only one. The dream is only it only belongs to one person. And oh, so okay. it's your job yeah. to paint that vision for somebody mm-hmm. else. But there's there's doubt, of course. And there is like realism. Like, how are we going to make it through where we are now how, to get to where that dream is? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we still have to survive. We still have to feed ourselves and our child. Like, exactly. there are the practical things. Mm-hmm. And so that, to me, that just makes it, that wasn't a personal jab. That's right. like. No, a, no, I wanted no. you to that's elaborate literally, on that. literally, that's a real thing. If I have a vision and you don't have that same vision, we didn't come together because of that vision. You have two completely different brains right. that you're trying to bring one over to see your vision. So, so are you fine with someone at least supporting that vision at least? Like, like say, like, for example, if you, you just said if you have a vision, right? Uh-huh. That's your vision. My, would my role would be to, like, support you in that vision? You get what I'm saying in terms of, like, okay, well, I'm probably going to be out a little late, you know, doing said whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, to get us going on the ball. Would that, would that be it? Or it's like, oh, you need to be actively participating with me. I think that depends on the couple mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. you might have a vision. I might have a separate one. So we might mm-hmm. be on separate grinds. Right. So it really just depends on the couple. It creates the fear of the unknown because you know that if you graduate high school, that you can go to college, mm-hmm. spend about four years there. A degree will then help you get a job. Like you can anticipate what the next steps are. But there's no anticipation for I mean, creating and building your own vision. Because you're now creating the blueprint. Now, somebody might be able to come thereafter and say, okay, I'm going to do it the same way you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That then kind of cuts out some of that fear of the unknown because they can mirror the steps that you take. You're creating your own path. Yeah. So, see, so I want one thing to touch on that because fear is the single greatest motivator for people to not do anything. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's so, the fear that they create. That though. they create. Fear is, fear is not real. Yeah, fear, it's fear not real. Fear, no. Oh, but then it, it can be bred it, within it's, you. It's not real though. Your fear your fear is your fear yeah. though. But if you if you see it and you feel it, that's that's real. It's real to the individual. Yeah. To the individual that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's your fear though. At that You're point. saying it's not tangible. 
fear is not cha- like tangible. Is that what you're saying? In terms of when you use the word tangible, my my, my Wikipedia like, is not like up, something, right? <laughs> something you can't see, touch, or feel. Right, 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 right. Something right. that you could pick it's up. It's mental. And say, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. It's all. But, it's within you. But it's still very real. And I'm telling yeah. you, I, I've seen fear prevent like excellence from happening right. because they're like, oh, I can't do this, or I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. or oh, what's going to happen if I fail? But even small things too, because it, on our way here, she was like, I love roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I go to Knott's Berry Farm. I was like, yo, I can't get on there. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's it's real to me in that sense. But he said it come with my yeah, family. Yeah, I couldn't do that's it. That's a legitimate. We only have one bag holder. I've seen videos of roller coasters falling out. <laughs> okay, but how often? <laughs> it so doesn't what, happen. All it needs to happen is the time that you're there. I'm gonna live my best. Like, but, all right, but so you get my, on that roller coaster. What, what I want final you, destination you're ruining for your people last too. Life that day. Oh man! <laughs> One thing that I want people to understand though, and Will Smith, Will Smith just spoke about I this site like, recently. Instagram. Yeah, he said what's on the opposite side of fear is excellence. Okay. Oh, I did see that video, and like that's one of the realest things he's ever said. Like the, everything that. I was fearful of before, mm-hmm. like, and I worked through. That's what's got me to this point. It was mm-hmm. going to continue to. Now I look for fear. Like, man, <laughs> d- d- does that frighten me? Like, is this like is this idea? Hey, we gotta get him a cape. <laughs> I thought. Of, no, I thought of, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, what are you doing tonight? Looking for fear. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen Blink Man? <laughs> I, 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 I thought of Blink. Don't do him like that. <laughs> Obviously, he put his draws on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Blake man did wear drawers on the outside. What was the, what was the joint with the with the G Lords with the uh, com, comet? What was it, what was that movie? Oh, with, uh, with the Golden Lords. The, uh, <laughs> that's an inside thing because I don't know what y'all talking about. He yeah, talking about the G Men. I was like the Giants. <laughs> the Golden Lords. The Golden Lords. Can you look that up? G- the Golden Lords Dude, movie. It was like it was like G-Lords com- or Comet or Man or something. Whatever. Like anyway, Not that must have been no, an independent so, film. Yeah, so the, straight to Netflix. There you go. What, what I'm getting at is is now I look for it, it's like okay, is this idea so big that it scares me? Mm. And if the answer is yes, and that's when I move forward. Mm-hmm. Like prime example, I I called her like on what was that Sunday? Star. When, when did we talk about Greenwood? Is that uh, Monday? Monday. 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 The okay. Netflix show. No, Ew. not the net was uh, not the Netflix show. So uh, let me let me give a little. Uh, I think that's Greenleaf. Uh, yeah, that's Greenleaf. <laughs> same <laughs> same vision. It's so, all so, tree related. Let, let, Sorry, Netflix. So let, let me give you a little, little history, okay? A little, little black history right now. Okay, you go back to 1906 um, in a suburb. It wasn't a suburb yet, outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, there was a very successful black, black businessman. He purchased multiple acres of land, okay? And he started, uh, he built a co-op to where um, black survivors from the north or anywhere in the south can come. And they were... Um, they pretty much had a co-op house, okay? okay? And then from there, they started to build up the community. Every business that they built on there, they named the street Greenwood Avenue, okay? Mm. Greenwood Avenue was 100% black-owned. Mm. It was some of the wealthiest black people in this country operated off of Greenwood Avenue, okay? It, in the future, is now referred to as Black Wall Street. Okay. okay? Back then, it was referred to as the original Negro Wall Street. Okay. Okay? Now... It was striving for decades. In 1921, okay, there was a huge race riot in, in Tulsa, and they completely demolished Greenwood, mm-hmm. the entire community. Okay? It's the largest terrorist attack that's ever happened in this country. And the problem is it's never spoken of. Mm. Okay? Literally, it was uh, thousands of Ku Klux Klan members in accordance with Tulsa uh, PD. Mm-hmm. Okay? They were literally bombing from planes. Okay? 
biggest terrorist attack. I want all of you to go home and research this when I'm done talking about it. People are doing it right now. Greenwood, Oklahoma. Okay. Greenwood, Oklahoma. Okay. So now, based off of that, from what I saw at the Bitcoin conference, I called a couple of my partners and I told them that we need to create a fund. We need to take the concept of group, group economics mm-hmm. and apply it to a now emerging financial market in cryptocurrency. They were completely on board. It was a very easy sale, which I was shocked. <laughs> Literally. So that's conversation was had Saturday. Sunday, we are coming up with names. My partner comes up with Greenwood. He's like, we're going to be the resurgence of the original Black Wall Street. Wow. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Done. So fast forward now, just six days. So yeah. Wednesday, we're getting paperwork together. Like we're coming up with all the schematics on how the fund is going to be run. Mm-hmm. Like what percentages are allocated where as managing partners? What do we get? What are the um, you know limited partners? Like what say do they have? What's the minimum buy-in? All that finalized. Friday, we had our first investors meeting. Okay. Pitch nine people. Five of them are ready to go. So now what I'm doing today, as soon as I leave here, is we're finalizing the paperwork so that we can ship it over to everybody's lawyers and financial advisors. They can examine it. By Wednesday, I'm hoping, uh, probably be Friday, they'll give them like a whole week to look over everything. We're going to go and register um, Greenwood LLC. There you go. And that's it. So literally from idea Saturday to Friday, we now have investors. Mm. And it's that simple. And, then, and again, like when I said with the group economics aspect of it, because initially we were going to have a minimum buy-in of, of $10,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we very quickly identified that, wait, the whole purpose of doing this is, is to show our community that you can have a 100% black-owned investment fund and it be open to the community so we can show them how to do this. Mm-hmm. So we came up with the plans where it's like whatever your buy-in is, um, you're going to be pooled with – people in that same category and then you will be classified as one entity buying into the fund mm. so if you have as little as two hundred dollars to buy in we're going to put you with 40 other people who have two hundred dollars and now you'll be one entity that buys in for 10k mm. interesting okay yeah. so so we're not going to exclude anyone from this yeah but like, then you also want to be able to recognize people's individual input within the company exactly so that's the thing though with limited partners the whole point is as a managing partner we control everything mm-hmm. all right and i'm i'm all about you know people giving their input from you know a limited partnership side and we will consider it but just let you know it's not going to be you, know. <laughs> <laughs> gonna you ain't going to have the same pool as the big dogs <laughs> which, is, which is the importance of the point that you brought up about the contracts and how much their mm-hmm. input is going to weigh like mm-hmm. we'll let you give any idea that you want to because it might end up being a great idea but we just want you to know that your dollar amount doesn't then dictate that it, that idea is gonna it, exactly it doesn't dictate the, the whole purpose is we're experts in this field so the the way the fund is going to work initially it's going to be 100 percent cryptocurrency base mm-hmm. okay and the way we broke it down like we have high risk medium risk low risk each percentage of the fund is allocated to you know one of those three risk management classes and then you know that's how we proceed forward um, but with that, it's not going to be a hundred percent cryptocurrency forever. Mm-hmm. We just, we just identified that that is the best return we can get yeah. in the next 36 to 60 months. Mm-hmm. So we're going to maximize that. And then from there, we're going to move into more traditional asset classes, gotcha. um, particularly property. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll, you'll hear me. You guys will hear me talk about real estate all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very simple. And I've heard this from multiple billionaires. 
literally multiple billionaires, they've said the exact same thing, is tell me how much more property they're making. Right. Mm. Who's, who's creating property? Yeah. It's not. It's a, it's a limited quantity asset. Okay. It's already capped. So all we can do is acquire. So that means it's only going to continue to appreciate. Mm-hmm. That's why it's the single best. Okay. But I don't mean buy a house. Okay. Well, yeah, because then it serves multiple purposes. So one one of the concepts that I, I preach to everybody, if it has one door, you rent it. Mm-hmm. If it has multiple doors, you own it. I've heard that before. That's, yeah, that's, that's actually a, okay. a really Period. good rule of thumb at that point. Period. Okay, Because you can, you can create your business address can be the place that you're renting. Mm-hmm. And now it's a benefit that your rent or mortgage is now a write-off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- th- these are things that people don't know how to capitalize on. So the things we're going to purchase with the fund is commercial property, multifamily dwelling, mm-hmm. okay, and then properties that have um, natural resource. Mm-hmm. So like timber or say if we get like 40 acres out in the middle of the desert that we know gets 16 hours of sunlight and now we build a solar farm on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's those three classes of properties. When, and then the other things that we're probably going to move into is to stocks options, bonds, futures, um, notes, things of that nature. And we're probably also considered a foreign exchange market. Not too sure about that yet. Um, and that's it. And then the fund is just going to transcend into whatever it needs to become. But it's going to be 100% cryptocurrency based for at least the next 36 months. I'm excited for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Because it, I feel like it's, certain groups of people have been having these conversations with their kids for a while mm-hmm. now. And I feel like we're now getting invited to the conversation vicariously because you're pulling up our own seat at the table well yeah Yeah. no because that's why i asked them i said you know like what were the conversations like with your parents or you know what did did they do professionally Mm -hmm. and then that never came up it was something totally different that he had to overcome just to be in a space to receive this information and Mm -hmm. doing a great thing that you're doing right now which is providing it you know what i mean because you're not you're not saying to yourself okay this is lucrative i'm gonna hold it close to the chest no see because we all gotta win that's one of the huge like the biggest misconception people have with money is they try to hoard it. What they don't understand is when you simply teach people how to make money mm-hmm. and then now you understand that they have the concept down and they can make money, now I'm just going to now buy in with them. Yeah. So it's like I, I, one, of, one of my favorite books is The Richest Man in Babylon. Hey, didn't and I, I, and, did and I, I, know, I know Crystal has talked about hey, that on here. Hey, okay. Hey. All right, so th- there's three books that I tell that everybody is like your, your financial literacy starter kit. Okay. okay. It is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Read it. Okay. Richest Man in Babylon, mm-hmm. okay. and then Think and Grow Rich. Oh, I'm two that's, out of three. That one's okay. actually on my uh, my Kindle. I just haven't started that one. Started. Okay, so that, that's your financial literacy starter pack right there. Mm-hmm. Those three books. It'll teach you everything you need to know for base knowledge and financial literacy, mm-hmm. period. Okay. In The Richest Man in Babylon, this is one of the concepts I picked up. The reason he became the richest man, because he simply taught people how to be rich. Mm. Once he established that they know how to be rich, now say, like, okay, what's your next business idea? Here you go. Um, I'm going to own equity in that. Mm-hmm. Go make it work. Yeah. And then, but in doing this though, you need to teach people how to do this too. Mm-hmm. And then now, once you establish like, okay, now his understudy understands, hey, what's your next business? Here you go. And now you just simply invest in all the people that you have now given knowledge to. Right. And that's it. And now I'm no longer working for my money. Now my money is working for me mm-hmm. through all the people I've taught to make money. It's a legitimate pyramid screen. <laughs> So peer, yeah. when, it, when it comes to peer, like I, I hate the word pyramid scheme. Well, just, I, just, I really just the do, way see. it's shaped, it but trickles every, down. But, 
businesses are designed as pyramids. Yes, absolutely. Period. At, yeah. at the top, the triangle is the strongest tri- structure. I, exactly. The scheme so, part. The scheme. Is what, yeah. The scheme, the scheme. Is what it, because it has such a negative connotation. Pyramid model. Like, pyramid model. Net, <laughs> net, network marketing, like affiliate marketing. Triangle fund. Like, they're they're. Because the thing is, like, it's a very proven business model. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, you have Herbalife, you have Mary Kay, you Avon. have Avon. They're, these are billion-dollar organizations. Like, so this is a very proven business model. Absolutely. Like, stop saying it's a scheme. It is not a scheme. You just need to understand how to operate within this model. It's not a, co- it's not a company telling you who's hiring. You dictate who's hired, and then based on your performance, you determine how far you move up the pyramid, period. There's, there's nothing else to it. But it's see, just- that's, your, that's your goal on it. But then when you run into some of those people, right, they don't, they don't give you that real. It's like, okay, I want to reel this person in. Now I got that. That's a sale. Versus, okay, listen, this is how I really got. You may run into a few gems, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But most people, they get you in this network and stuff like that, and they're not giving you the keys under that model, though. Mm-hmm. That's my only beef that I had, you know what I mean, with with that type of, like, Herbalife. Mm-hmm. Like, I had none. I, I love the products. It actually was pretty great, yeah. you know? But then to go out and sell it, every time they try to reel me, listen, you're just vending right now. I, I want to buy that. I don't want to go out there and sell it because, you know, that's something that, you know, if somebody doesn't show me the keys on how to do it, then I don't want to invest in something and then fail because most people, you know, yeah. that's that's the, that's the issue right there. So yeah, but that was just me knowing they're not outside giving the guidance, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I approach it from a place. You have to provide the guidance. Like, I want to teach every single person I can with this. Like, I want to provide so much value up front that when it comes time to give something back to me, it's like, oh, absolutely, Aaron. No problem. And, mm. and I think you speak to something important, too, um, and that is your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people have been in situations where money is scarce in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you don't just have it. You, you know, you always heard money didn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have McDonald's money and all those things that we laugh about now? But it's sort of created a negative uh, relationship that people mm-hmm. have with money as opposed to kind of a flow of it comes and it goes. And That's where you send it matters because you want it to come back to you. So it you have to start really thinking about money in terms of flow. Like, if I flow it here, if I'm just flowing it to the latest style the latest this the latest that that's not coming back to me in any kind of way if i flow it towards things that's going to bring money back that's when you start creating a positive relationship with money so i think you speak to that piece uh very well um i did have another question um so we're going to let you ask your last question and then um i want you know just like we do with all of our guests i want aaron to have an opportunity to again just tell us where he's mm-hmm. at, where we can find him. Then I have a good question, and then we will get up out of here. <laughs> I feel like we should just uh, part two this episode. Uh, but <laughs> so my question is, I know that um, generations are obviously changing. Um, we had, you know, both of my grand uh, grandfathers were military. Um, both of my grandmas, I don't really recall them having to work to seriously sustain the household. I think they probably dabbled in things more leisurely. And then we have like my parents' generation where both of my parents worked um, and that was the norm. So I was kind of always fed, you know, go to college, get a good job, retire, things like that. But it seems like that's not really the direction that life is really moving into for our generation. It seems like we are a a generation where you need to be on your entrepreneurial grind. You need to um, have your own thing going on and it doesn't necessarily fall in line with, you know, get a job, retire and all those good things. So were you, would you say that 
you were encouraged or you ran into um, people who were just like, why don't you just get a regular job? And like, how did you combat that? Because, you know, it's not normal to do your own thing. And, oh, go ahead. Yeah. People, people want you to just fit into this box of normalcy. And that's not, that's not the keys for our generation. So I'm going to add my question on top of hers just Perfect. for time purposes. Um, and then can you give us like three things that people should be looking out for that are kind of outside of the box thinking in terms of businesses and entrepreneurship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great questions. So I'm gonna tell you exactly what my father said when I told him I was going to quit Coca-Cola and start my consulting firm. Okay. First business I ever started, I was just a business consultant Okay, okay. for marketing and sales. And I specialize in, in business strategy. So okay. kind of like a life coach. It, pretty much, but, but, but for business, for yeah. <laughs> but for business. Okay? Mm-hmm. Strictly business. Strictly business. <laughs> His exact words. I hope no one hires you so that you have to go back to Coca-Cola. Okay. Because that hurts because they have the same mindset that if you have a job, okay, it pays you, you have a retirement, you get a vacation time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they have some type of retirement fund. That is all you need to do. And the fact that you work for a billion dollar corporation that's worldwide. Oh, you're winning. Like, why would you ever leave that? Because it's terrible. I'm capped. I was yes. going to say, he's, he's, he, he saw the ceiling and was perfectly fine with perfectly it. Perfectly fine and with it. And I think they're, a lot of that generation, well, they're, that's they're, fine. they're okay with it because it also has a floor. Yeah, mm. that's you, true. You know you have guaranteed Security. coming in. Yeah. Exactly. It's I'm trading my time for money, period. Mm. And then whatever they have me doing that time is what they're dictating. Mm-hmm. Okay? So for me, like I, I don't like ceilings. I like to be able to dictate exactly what's going to happen. But the thing is, I have no floor. All of these things can completely just go belly up tomorrow, and I'm screwed. Aaron Mm -hmm. just said he could fly. (laughs) (laughs) No ceiling, no floor. He's the Peter Pan of business. Which is a great analogy as to how he's making things happen for himself. Because most of us are driving on the highway, sitting behind the person in in Mm. front of us, and then Mm. having a person right on our heels. Aaron's skipping all of that. my, My whole thing is like, I'm... I like to be able to operate in my own space, mm-hmm. period. Like, I, I determine what space that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so your follow-up questions, three things for people to look for. Now, are, are we talking about just in life in general, business-wise, or progression, like looking to invest in? Hey, we, well, how, how, do, how do you want me to approach this? We just host the podcast. You're the one with the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> we just provide the platform. Yeah. So just to, to piggyback on what I said earlier, the first thing that I, could, I recommend to everyone is to start to look into self-development. Okay. Okay. I, I think that is the single greatest thing you could mm-hmm. do, period, is okay. you have to invest in yourself before you can invest in anything else. You're worth it. Like, yeah, you are worth mm-hmm. it. That is the best way to, I'm still in that tease, thank you. You I can think, have that. I that's, <laughs> matter of fact, I, I don't know if you know, I sprinkled it in your body. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's L'Oreal though. <laughs> because we're worth it too. The kids line of L'Oreal. So you're not gonna give me my credit? No. <laughs> Not at all. Because so, yeah. L'Oreal's not about to come up here and sue grown folks' right. business because you stole their uh, good point, good their point. tagline. Well, so so, so yeah. we're, we're going to switch it. Like I think copyright, if we change like at least three words, and we're good. So, okay, done. Um, you are worth the investment. You are more you, worth the investment. This is number you're one, right? Yeah, this is number one. Okay. okay. You're worth the investment in yourself. And again, th- these courses cost money. So find free ones first. Hey, mm. look at that's great. Like, like that's we, great advice. Like, we live in information age. Like, true. Google, a lot I, of things I, I are Google, on YouTube. I probably Google like forty things a day. Like literally, just constantly looking up, like verifying information, looking up for new information. Like information is there. Go to YouTube, look up self development things. Okay, find stuff online. You can probably find like a ten dollar course somewhere. Yeah. Right. Second thing is 
continuously pursue education. It doesn't matter what the topic is. That's real. Okay. Like if you're curious in something, okay, like for me, I was given an opportunity to to invest in a cryptocurrency company called FollowCoin. Okay. okay? Pull the trigger, did the research, pull the trigger, okay? Mm-hmm. Because of it with my uh, relationship that I built with the CEO and, and the and the CEO, like they brought me on as a business advisor. Okay? So, and literally, like I told you, I took 2 weeks and just deep dived into crypto. I knew nothing about it prior. All I know is the same thing. Her Bitcoin. I'm like, oh, it's internet money. Mm. Like, <laughs> what, what money. else is it? And it, it's it, a scheme. It, it's so many other. Like, there's over two thousand different alternate coins now. Like, the applications that are being built on this is is literally going to progress humanity forward. So, yeah, it, it's aren't a, there like countries that already accept Bitcoin as exactly. regular payment? Yeah. So people are like, it's fake. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. We're just playing catch up in the U.S. There are literally other countries that accept that as currency, regular currency. In Amsterdam, there's a city, there's a suburb, uh, I believe it's called Parkham or Markham. Don't quote me on the name of the city, but it's called Bitcoin City. Every single vendor in the city accepts Bitcoin as a as a regulated currency. It has to start somewhere. So literally, you walk up with your phone, you pull out your name, bam, transaction's done. Okay, so wow. we, we got number one. Okay, so one, well, we got two, yourself. Two, two, two is educate, like... Continuous education. Continuous mm. education. first for education. Okay. Like you, you have to continuously be educated. And that's through books, programs, whatever. So we'll, we'll call it development. Because I know some people like yeah. to tie in education with having to go to school. And the, they the do. The point that you tried to accentuate is that that's not necessary. Not but necessary. you do need some type of supplement. You, you, you have to. like So development. Okay. okay. But it also kind of ties in the one because you... You know, investing in yourself is yeah. also investing in your knowledge pool. Exactly. So we can really make that one if you want to. Second thing is really. This is the third per, one. No, okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll make it three. Okay? okay. So three is identify what it is that you're great at mm-hmm. and double down. Literally, like focus on that. One of the, I think another misconception is people tell you to, to work on the things you're not good at. Oh, stop it. Why? Okay? Okay. And and sometimes it will be necessary. Yes. Okay. Like you you'll have to you will have to correct yourself on on certain things, but don't focus on that. Mm-hmm. Make your focus like if you are great at one thing, do that, and do it till you can't do it anymore. Because mm-hmm. I'm I promise you, once you develop that skill to where you are now a master in that, the things that you're deficient in, you can pay somebody for. Yeah. You don't have to have like that repertoire in in you okay if you're not good at it don't worry about it eventually you'll be able to afford someone who is great at it you know there's it, a quote that was uh do what you do best and outsource the rest perfect. and i heard that going to college perfect. and i was like wow you know what he everything. just described what did he describe my workout regimen all i do is arms he said you can pay somebody to have legs <laughs> yeah, right there, like, we don't hey, need no legs. Hey, hey bro walk in that room for me like, <laughs> like my new legs <laughs> so so we got three keys to success, and then before we get out of here, well, first and foremost, we want to thank you. Oh, thank you for having yeah. me. I, I had a lot of fun. You've been a great, knowledgeable guest. I feel like people are going to get a lot from this episode. They're going to be able to take these things and apply it to their own personal life. Real life application. And hopefully, even outside of business, this just encourages people to kind of deal with the things maybe from their past mm-hmm. that are getting in the way of them just believing in themselves. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of sounds like what you said. I tell you, it's the biggest hurdle I see when I talk to anybody. Okay. First, first thing they give me is, oh, no, I can't do this for this, this and this. It's always a reason behind why they can't get something done as opposed to thinking like, OK, no, I'm going to do this. Like, look, I, I look at everything is not if it could happen. It's when it's going to happen. Yeah. And and 
again, there's going to be hurdles. Things get in my way. But when a hurdle comes up, I can go underneath it. I can go over it. I can go around it. I can completely move the hurdle out of my way. You can blow through it, too. Exactly. You can just completely blow the whole damn thing up. So it really have to change the mindset of people. It, it's, you have to come from a place of, of doing. Like, I can as opposed to I can't. And the reason I feel like people are going to hear your story and be able to buy into it is because you were able to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Guaranteed somebody's listening to this story who can then apply it specifically to yours and say, okay, I know what I, I've been focused on the wrong thing. I know oh. what I need to take care of so I can get to business. With that being said, can you tell the folks where they can find you in your different ventures? Oh, absolutely. Um, so social handle is uh, A Roy's Rationale. Uh, that's my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, you know, the funny thing is I own a digital marketing agency and I help people grow their business through social platforms, but I don't really post much on my We're going to post you. We're going to be at it to death. <laughs> at Aroy, at Aroy. He's like, why do I have notifications? Oh, so, it's going to post business. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's that's the social handle for, for my personal one. If you guys want to follow me again, I'm, I'm not that interesting like, when I put on social <laughs> platforms. Um, but for the business-wise, uh, I really want you guys to follow the Greenwood um, okay. Investment Fund. Um, really want everyone to look into that, um, particularly our community, because that's who we're building it for. Yeah, and um, we will be um, advertising that. So I know that it's still in the works, and that is beautiful because we get to see this process through. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as you have all those things, please let us know here at Grown Folks Business, because we are more than happy to um, to pub that and Absolutely. get that out. And thank you for that. And then if you have any type of marketing needs uh, for social platforms, you need copyright done, sales copy. Uh, we build funnels. Um, again, my, my agency is called Media Revenue Stream. Go to MediaRevenueStream.com. Um, look at all the things we do. I can be reached there. It says Aaron at MediaRevenueStream.com. Boom. Um, and then, yeah. And then uh, eventually, once uh, we finish this real estate development, I'll be, I'll be pitching for people to have their, their first income properties. Mm. And I'll show you how to do that with credit and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, lastly, cryptocurrency. Sorry. Um, download FollowCoin. Okay. It's an app on both Android and iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's an introduction to cryptocurrency. It teaches you how to trade crypto, where to trade it, what to buy, when to buy it, when to sell, and why all those things were determined. And they also have a cryptocurrency influencer so or influencers so that you can follow with the people who are already actively doing it. You can just follow what they're doing. So I'm going to tell you why I'm a creeper because I knew about FollowCoin before he brought it up because I seen him do it on his phone. And he had like a 12-digit passcode. I was like, oh, he's about it. Oh, that's serious. <laughs> Anytime it's more than eight characters, so, it's real. So actually, what, what what you saw, so I just got uh, incredible news. You see me leaning. Yeah, exactly. So I was, so first one you see what my, my screensaver is. <laughs> there you go. Future belongs to those who prepare for it today. It's one Malcolm of my favorite quotes from Malcolm. Love it. Okay. Um, so I, what I, I got on the uh, Telegram um, is that we just now got approved on one of the top 10 exchanges to be traded business happening already uh, so it's <laughs> oh brother while, while i'm sitting here I, I've, I've been making money i seen it <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing that you know once you get once you understand the basis of financial literacy you understand is how to maximize your time no matter what you're doing he made hmm. so much money he didn't see me take the dollar out of his pocket <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do um our due diligence in making sure that the people know about you on our um specific um social media platforms and star can you tell us one more time what those are absolutely you can find us on instagram and on facebook at grown folks business and that's b-i-z-n-e-s-s um i'm at just chris star and we have normal underscore 
ass. <laughs> Carl. Underscore Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he put normal in his name. There's never been anything normal. I wanted about to put him. normal ass Carl, but I think someone else has already got that name. You should have just went with standard ass Carl. <laughs> 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 and then you know how to find Big Mouse seats at the P.O. boxes. Um, and we have on at the back A Roy. Of the milk carton. <laughs> Literally. And we have at A Roy. A Roy's rationale? A Roy's rationale. I don't think I said Spell that. Spell it for the before. folks one time. Where's my, where's my board? You got the board. We the board, the board, is, where's the board? Oh, the board. The board is done. Aaron, Aaron spell it for us one okay. time. It has wins A-R-O-Y-S and losses. A R O Y S rationale. Okay. There you go. A Roy's rationale. There we go. There we go. And so we got one last question for you. Yes, sir. When you turned eighteen, you were officially what? Grown. <laughs> I'm grown too. <laughs> you know I'm grown. And I guess I'm the last grown one. And this was another episode of Grown, grown Folks, Folks Business. Business.